Welcome to episode 7 of the 643 podcast presented by Thirsty Goat Entertainment. The man absent tonight goes by the name of Taylor Shaw, and oh, your ass didn't know, he's on vacation. At the the guy the guy's sitting in front of me right now goes by the name of Blakey Biceps, and his arms are so big he can't even turn to wipe his own ass. We'll get into that later. And uh, me, I'm just not even going to go through my intro because it's kind of boring. I got one for you. Oh, let's hear it. He throws two seams. He'll play with your heartstrings. Ladies and gentlemen, Ethan Turner. Hey. What is up, man? Another another week. Another week of are we fucking playing baseball or are we not playing baseball? It's been a roller coaster. Like This might be the most back and forth week we've had this entire time. Yeah, what there's the action's been a lot better. So there has been, it's not been kind of boring and dead. No, it's been fun to watch because it's been going on every couple of days. It's not like, hey, let's wait a week to hear back and all this bullshit. Yeah, so it's been, you know, every two days there's been some news popping out about what was it last Friday night? I yeah, think I got- we were actually when we were out at dinner. Uh, we saw this popped up. They had a new proposal they were going to sh- uh, shove to the players. Yeah, it was 76 game season. And players receiving 75% of their prorated salary, which we've talked about. That's just MLB fucking the players again, basically offering them 33% of their full salary. Right. So we both agreed that – well, actually, we didn't agree because I said – You thought they would take it. I said, let's, I said they'll fucking take it because we're running out of time. It was a little bit better proposal than what originally the MLB – they were at that 75% range. And they had answer – by Sunday, by Sunday right? yeah. So they had and, two days. And in the meantime, while this is going on, the MLB signs a new deal with Turner Sports Entertainment for a billion dollars. Right. We saw that though, over the and weekend, like, and oh, I said, shit. oh, well then, never mind. That cha- that right there changed my whole outlook on the whole situation. So they just got a billion dollars from a, a media deal, and they don't have money to pay the players. They're not accepting that deal. Right. And in the meantime, Manfred said he was 100% confident that there will be baseball. Right. Fast forward two days later. And then the players rejected the offer. They said they will not counter and ask when the season will start. So basically they're like, fuck you. We're done talking. Pay us our money or we ain't playing fucking baseball. Yeah, pretty much. And that kind of – I thought it was funny because then Manfred comes back. Was this, I don't know, yesterday or the day before? And he says he doubt a deal can be done, basically meaning he thought the players would fold and take a deal. So Right. So I think – Everyone started roasting him on that. Like yeah. they, I mean, he went from one of the hated, most hated commissioners of all the pro sports to right. <laughs> the absolutely most hated fucking commissioner in all of pro sports, without a doubt. And, and, and he makes himself look more fucking stupid every single day. Yeah, it's. I mean, people were just blasting him over and just saying, you know, they'd rather have Adam Silver uh, from the NBA to, right. to just commission baseball, which I. At this point, <laughs> I wouldn't be against it. No, I'll take anybody at this point. I, I think it's rather amusing that, that Manfred is overseeing the MLB be ruined in front of his very eyes. But thank God he shaved 10 seconds of the game off because, you oh. know, that was the fucking problem here. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. He needs fired. So then, after that went down, um, he called a meeting with the MLB Players Union uh, rep. Face to face in Arizona, and the report came out today that there would be, or he was more confident that a season would start 
very soon yeah, after the, meeting with the the players union. Yeah, the quote I've seen. Man, this is Manfred's point of view. Left the meeting, believing there is a uh, jointly developed framework that they could agree that could form the basis of an agreement. So they haven't made an agreement, but they think they're close. They think basically their outline of getting an agreement is there with a few tweaks here and there. Right, and do you know the details about? Yeah, Rosenthal. According to Ken Rosenthal's sources, he said that it's going to be a sixty-game season in seventy days. The season will start anywhere somewhere between July nineteenth or July twentieth, and it's going to end around September twenty-seventh. And the big part about it is they have agreed to a full pro or not agreed, but they. The framework proposed. they got is a full prorated salary, and then an expanded playoff in 2020 and 2021. And probably the biggest thing about this deal that hasn't really been talked about, but it will, is the MLB has agreed to waiving any potential grievance against the players. So basically the MLB had come out and said, oh, well, you're not going to play, we're going to sue you. And the players said, fuck it, come on with it. Well, now MLB's waiving all that, which to me believes that – they recognize they would lose the grievance anyways. Right. So I think to me it's the the owners and, you know, Manfred are starting to see that they're fucking clowns pretty much. And yeah. they're trying to save their ass by – well, not – yeah, they're basically giving in to what the players want and I'm all for it. Right, yeah. And I, and I thought it was funny when every player has went public. You know, MLB players, they're not the best at promoting themselves in a way. They try, but just I don't know. Some of them just don't. They just don't get on social media a lot, which I understand. It's a long season. You want to focus. You don't want to get sidetracked. But basically, every MLB player I've seen has posted a picture of them in the uniform, saying, "We're ready. Let's play." Right. Basically, calling out Manfred. Give us our fucking money. Let's go. Let's play some baseball. Yeah. The funny thing about that, I saw. There's it's a whole thing on Twitter. It says uh, something about "Tell us when and where" or something. Is the tweet going around? And. uh, our buddy Blake Snell uh, said that, and I, I called him out on Twitter today and told him, well, buddy, I don't think you really get to uh, join in on this one because you don't want to get the Rona. Because C- he went on that huge rant earlier saying that, you know, he was scared for his health and all this and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, why don't you sit this one out there, bud? Yeah, this has done, uh, this has done turned all to money. So, I don't think it's really concerns you, Blake. Oh, and well. then I will say though, since all this had come out, the MLB MLBPA had tweeted that reports of an agreement are false. But I never actually heard there was an agreement. Just more or less, the framework of an agreement was near. Which is which is good news. Yeah, I think we're close. So hopefully, we'll be getting some baseball soon. Because 60, I'm tired of talking about if they're actually going to agree to it or not. In Seventy days, I, I dig it. Oh yeah, it's going to be. A marathon, the only a good way, old sprint. The only way it could be any better is if it was sixty-nine games, and I wouldn't bench. <laughs> yeah, that would be fantastic. Who? Well, it's enough of that. It's you all pretty much get the gist. The uh, dead horse has been beat to fuck. It's. Uh, I mean, it's something we got to cover every week. We're but honestly, t- it was. It was. I but this, this week is week better. Was entertaining. This week's definitely better. Um, definitely closer than we've ever been. So, at least we're heading in the right direction now. So uh, what's uh, what's going on with the uh, the pinstripe boys up in New York? Oh, the pinstripe boys! I don't know if you guys saw. It's kind of been a little quiet, uh, but there is rumors going around 
that the old Bronx bombers themselves have taken place in a sign stealing fiasco. From 2017, right? Uh, so I think it includes the 2015, 16, and 17 season. Right. Um, but it all all and pretty I, much goes back to. Um, and they had already been fined, I believe, for the 15, 16. Yeah, they did. They they were fine for that. It was all dates back to the Apple Watch deal where they were, you know, they were wearing Apple Watches in the dugout, Correct. Uh, receiving messages, things like that. Them and the Red Sox both um, were a part of that. But uh, from what I saw, uh, this probably isn't 100% exactly what happened, but that's just something I was reading today. Some betters from DraftKings um, called them out and uh, wanted – they kind of like appealed the whole thing because I'm assuming it's because they think, you know, since the bets that they made and they were doing the sign stealing thing affected their bets and made them lose money. Right. So they're, they're calling the Yankees out on this. Um, yeah. I'm seeing we're actually a U.S. district court judge. Yeah. This has gone federal. Right. Just says name is Jed Rakoff. If I'm pronouncing that right. Ordered that the letter or to back up Manfred sent a letter to the Yankees. Um, Basically, I don't know. He he said he said he knew about it. Is covering it up more or less. Yeah, and so Manfred's a part of this story too. He uh, so he's dead, like you said, it's believed that he knew about it and covered it up, and had actually sent a, sent a physical letter. A physical letter to uh, was Andrew Andrew Cashman. Is that yeah, his? The, yeah. So sent one to Cashman for the Yankees, um, and no one has seen this letter. It's it's been sealed. Um, I'm sure he's read it. And somehow this district court judge knew about it. Yeah. And he's ordered them to release it, which this was this past weekend, and he told them to release it by Monday, and it's not been released right. yet. Right, so I and think the release, release I saw an update today, it, it, will, it sh- will be done by Friday, released by Friday. But cause Is this a- this before or after the, the appeal? This was after the appeal. So they were supposed to be done Monday, the Yankees appealed it. Yeah, the MLB and now, even appealed it as well. Yeah, so then... Now they're if that gets turned down, they have to release it Friday. I think the interesting part about this is not only did the Yankees appeal, but the MLB appealed, which tells me they they're, actually they're trying to save Manfred's ass. Yeah, like he's clearly covering the, the shit up. Oh yeah, so it was like that right there. Um, just pretty much sealed the deal for me. I definitely think that they are guilty of this, and I hope to God it comes out true because then they can shut the fuck up about the Astros doing it and stealing their World Series title. Yeah, that's been fucking wearing me out a little bit. Like. Yeah, fuck that. And fuck the Yankees. I mean, you've been the good old boys for the last hundred years. And MLB's tried to save your ass because all the money that they bring into baseball. And I'm hoping nothing at this point protects them and they pay the piper for it. Right. Um, And so then also I was looking on Twitter and stumbled across a video from uh it might have been MLB tonight or something something on the MLB network not John exactly. Boy didn't break this shit too no okay <laughs> this was fucking Joe Girardi's dumbass himself oh on in the MLB network um they were talking about a si- like the sign stealing whole thing just how like how it's done different things like that and going right. on and on and on so then the, the analysts on MLB like joking around were like oh how'd you do it like just being funny and he like kind of dubbed the question and it goes on and on and starts talking about some other stuff and then during his like little speech thing he was given he quotes I was part of a system where it came from upstairs to someone in the dugout to a guy on second base 
And at this point, he realized what the hell he just said. Right. And then follows that with, and then we figured it out. <laughs> so this ain't even like an O.J. Simpson writing a book saying, if I was to kill somebody, he said, no, I, I did this shit. He realized he literally slipped the tongue and then tried to say, like, and then we figured it out, trying to dub it off as in, like, we saw that other teams were doing this, and that's what, like, no, no, Joe, you were fucking doing it, and you just revealed it on national TV, you jackass. When this pertains to a team he was managing at the time. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just... So, he's wrapped up in this shit, too. This whole sign still... I think you're going to start hearing a lot more about more teams doing it. I think it was just... some Like, once one team starts doing it, there's no way the other teams are going to get left behind. I don't even think it's a matter of teams doing it. It's a matter of who's going to get caught next. Right. Because they've... I think we can all agree. Everyone still signs. Everyone's been doing some form it's just, of sign stealing. It's a matter of who are the ones that actually are doing the end game videos. Using electronics. And, and I'm going to say that it's you know your Yankees, your Astros, your Dodgers have probably done it because right. I mean your real successful teams. I mean I think you're going to start seeing that. I mean hell, look at the national. I mean, could you throw the Nationals in there? I mean look at them last year where we talked about it. How how far back they were halfway through the season and oh, then yeah. win the World Series. They're getting smoked down however many games in the. I mean they could win. they could do the same thing. I haven't really pulled the stats up to know how good their offense was, but I mean to come out of that you definitely have to be pretty good. Yeah. Talk about a funny story. It's kind of I seen this video the other day. So John Boy, if you guys have never looked them up on Twitter, or YouTube, or anything, I, I would highly recommend it. Because they find all kinds of crazy ass shit that happens in baseball and they break it down and it's really amusing. Well, I seen one the other day. It caught my eye because the Cubs were in it. So the Cubs were playing the Dodgers a couple years ago. And Kenley Jansen, the closer for the Dodgers, he is uh, pitching and the Cubs have a guy on second base and he's jumping around trying to catch the signs and everything else. And Jansen keeps looking back at him. And he's getting pissed off. He's like, man. So he steps off the mound like three times pissed off. Like, damn, this motherfucker. So finally, he purposefully balks. He stomps on the mound three times. Oh, yeah, I've seen this. Signaling a balk, saying, get your fucking ass to third so he can go back to his normal signs and not his mumble-jumbled signs. Because when you got a guy in second, you have a whole set of secondary signs. And he was getting all mixed up, confused. So he's like, fuck it. Balks on purpose. Sends a guy to third. I just thought that was really amusing. I mean, that's smart. Oh, yeah. I mean... What's the difference in a guy at second and third? I you know, mean, yeah, uh, base hit's probably going to score a run yeah, anyway. Yeah, a speedy guy, a single's going to knock him in. Yeah, so, I mean. And rather, I, I believe, I mean, with Jansen up, I, I think the Dodgers were up, like, at least three runs, you know. and I'd, I would assume they would be up with him in the game. But it just, I don't know, seeing a balk on purpose is pretty funny. Yeah, it's crazy to do that and, like, just so people will stop stealing your signs. That's yeah, pretty wild. Too. Yeah. Um, You know, there's one guy out there who uh, probably has a lot to say about this whole situation. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, his ass is in Florida right now. Can't join us on the on the pod tonight. But we do have technology. We do have phones. We can call him and see what his views might be about the whole Yankees cheating thing. Oh, I guarantee he has some form of opinion about this. Well, uh, dial up old Tayshaw. Just give me a Buckle second. Buckle up, folks. It's about to get nasty. This could get very ugly. So, kids, if you're listening. Turn the volume down. Turn the volume down. Fast forward a couple minutes. There's going to be a few F-bombs dropped. So you're saying our ass is going to call somebody? Oh, we're calling somebody. 
This motherfucker's gonna leave us on red. Oh. Oh no. <laughs> All right, we're gonna have to put that on. Standby. Well, we might have to put that on standby. We actually oh. got a tech from. He said, "Give him five minutes." <sighs> he said, "Hey, when we talked about this the other night, he said he would be ready at the drop of a hat to get on this podcast and rant. And now he's, you know what?" I'm going on a rant right here because this motherfucker every year goes to Florida at the week of not only your birthday, but my birthday. Yeah. Fucking leaves us hanging. Biggest celebration of the year. Fucking greatest weekend of the year, which we had a fucking blast this past weekend. Uh, Uh, We were sitting in a fucking pool floating on these giant ass fucking rainbow fucking unicorns. What were they? Unicorns. uh, A flamingo or some shit. Playing fucking drinking beers, slam, well, not drinking beers, slamming beers, and you know playing some pool ball. They got pretty fucking rowdy. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm bruised. Yeah, oh yeah, I mean I'm hurting still. I got a few scratches. And uh, Taylor fucking has the audacity to fucking go to Florida again every fucking year. Yeah, he said it's a family trip every year. He claims he's gonna bail out in the future, but I'm gonna call bullshit. I mean, I'm not going to lie. If my family went to Florida every year, i tell you all to get fucked, too. Yeah, I don't think your birthday is important enough for me to not go <laughs> to the beach. I'm getting, I just, I, fuck it. We're just it's, going just fun. To, it's just fun to give him some shit. We might just have to go to the beach with him. A couple, <sighs> although, in two years, he can't go to the beach. Oh, yeah, because it's the dirty 30, and yeah, guess where we're going? Planning a motherfucking Vegas Let's trip. go to Vegas, baby. It'll be fun. Oh, definitely. For sure. Go out there and play, play some bets on since baseball will be back, hopefully, by then. Yeah, bet on not. some baseball. Absolutely, or any sport that's going on. But yeah, baseball be prime in June, mid June. Well, why well, well, him? I got something I want to talk about. All right, let's hear it. So ESPN had the thirty for thirty long gone summer going on right in the last week. It was about the Mark McGuire Sammy Sosa home run race in nineteen ninety eight. Right. Talk about a total fucking disappointment. I don't know if the Michael Jordan documentary has just. Set my standards too fucking high or what? But uh oh, hold, put that on hold. Yeah, that's getting paused. Taylor, come on. We have got a phone call coming in. Tay Shaw, what is up, my guy? What up, my man? You put us on red, man. What the fuck? You're just gonna leave us hanging like that? No, it wasn't like that. It wasn't like that. I was just trying to compose myself. I had to get the had to get the jitters out a little bit. Did you have to? Did you have to uh, hit up the spank bank before you gave us a phone call, or what? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we we discussed the uh, the Yankees cheating scandal for a little bit, and uh, we know you uh, being the huge Yankee hater that you are. Uh, we just kind of wanted to get your insight about what you thought about the whole situation. Yeah, I mean, I you know what, it, dude, it it kills me to say this. It kills me to say this, honestly. Like, you know, if if the Yankees, you know, had an equal cheating scandal or a more egregious cheating scandal, which they have been accused of doing, uh, I, I just, I, you know, I would hate. Oh my God! I I would hate to tear down those those twenty seventeen banners that they won. <laughs> What, you know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, I'd probably break yeah, your heart a little bit. You know, I, I those 2017 banners that they won, because the, because they won a World Series, right? Oh, yeah, because the Astros cheated, so that for like 
They won the World Series, I or think. so they fucking claim. Because because they won a World Series, you know what I mean. And and you know, I, I would I would hate because you know, <laughs> it, it just they they had you know a equal equal cheating scandal or a more egregious one. And I would just say, how do you get, how are you going to take those rings from them? Because they won. Oh wait, oh wait. Oh wait, they, they they didn't win a 2017 World Series, did they? No. no. Can you tell us who did? Can you tell oh. us who did? Oh, oh, they, they they didn't win one, did they? I don't I don't believe they did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they didn't win one, did they? They didn't win one. They are so terrible. They couldn't even cheat. They couldn't even cheat and win a World Series. Jesus Christ, Yankees. Oh, my God. Are you serious? You can't even cheat, and you can't even win a World Series? Jesus Christ. 27 rings. Jesus Christ. Buddy, who cares about 27 rings? Because you can't even, you can't even cheat, and you can't even win. <laughs> that, you know, I needed this. I, I did need to hear that. I'm pumped. I'm gonna go run through a fucking wall now. I uh But buddy. Good lord. I mean, come on now. Hey my man, so, how's the beach? <laughs> I mean, listen. So you had all year all three years to to say, Oh, oh Astros cheated. Astros cheated. Well guess what, Yankees? You cheated too. And you couldn't even win a World Series. <laughs> That's how bad you suck. <laughs> Yeah, at least the Astros were good enough to cheat and win. I mean, listen, at least they won a World Series by cheating. Jesus Christ. You <laughs> could even do it while cheating. You know who else won a World Series while cheating? Don't say it because we didn't cheat, buddy. <laughs> Rob Manfred yes. didn't find shit about us. Hey, but that, but your video guy, that poor bastard. Hey, he he was a bad guy. <laughs> I would remember his name, but, but point but, taken. But listen, but listen, but listen, but listen. It, the Yankees are so bad, they couldn't even cheat to win a World Series. That's how <laughs> bad these motherfuckers are. They couldn't even cheat to win a World Series. That must be. That would be a shitty life. I mean, honestly, how are you going to hang these banners? Oh, wait, they can't. They can't hang banners because they fucking suck. <laughs> Let's fucking go. I mean, I I'd like to hang a banner if I fucking won one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hey, my man, how's the beach? Oh, dude, the beach. Oh man, it it's money. About eighty degrees. It's perfect. It's just like a World Series down here, like the Red Sox won and the Yankees can't. <laughs> Have you seen any uh, twenty seventeen Yankees banners hanging around at the beach? Uh, you, you know, I've, I've been looking really hard. I, I've, I've been searching all over. Honestly, I, I mean, I've been going high. I've been going low. I've been going east. I've been going west. I've been going north. I've been going south. And I've, I've, I've tried to find a 2017 Yankees World Series banner. And I just can't seem to find it. Hmm. Where are they? It probably got mailed to Cashman. Oh. And nobody ever saw Guess it. Guess what? Can't find them. You know why? Because they cheated and they can't even win a World Series. Let's fucking go. 
My guy. We knew you would have some good insight on this. They're so bad. They're so bad that they can't even cheat and win a World (laughs) Series. All right, one more time before we hang up. Tell us what they did. They can't. They're so bad. They can't even cheat and win a World Series. Hell yes. Well, my guy. Hey, hold on. Hold on. There's more. What are we going to do with those rings that they won? What? Rings? Yeah, yeah, those, you know, those those banners and those rings that they won, you, you remember? You remember those? What are we going to do with them? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> we don't have to worry about them. <laughs> because they didn't win. <laughs> Fuck yes, let's go. <laughs> Yankees, you suck. You fucking suck. You can't even cheat in one of those series, bitches. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, dude, I hope you're enjoying yourself. You can still go fuck yourself for missing our birthday, but. All right, well, I love you. We'll let it slide this time. I love you guys, but I hate the Yankees. And it's just going to be a damn shame that they can't hang that fucking World Series banner because they didn't even win it. And they <laughs> cheated. And they can't even cheat to win. Hell yeah, dude. Well, hopefully you enjoy the rest of your week and uh, we'll see you when you get back. All right, brother. Love you. Love you too, dude. Later, man. See you, man. All right. So what, I, think, got from, uh, what I got from that was... They cheated. It can't and even win a fucking Didn't win a World game. Series. Yes. So I got a text from his wife uh, right before we answered that phone How call. How many beers deep is he right now? And it says, if you couldn't tell, it says, Taylor is hammered drunk, by the way. Dot, 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 dot. Yeah, I didn't catch that at all. That was, I'm so surprised. Oh, really? Oh, Not. I knew he was. Not. <laughs> I absolutely knew he was hammered, and I, that's why I wanted to call him. Well, I mean, when you call him from the beach, if I was to call you from the beach, if you were to call me from the beach, would we be sober? Uh, that would be a no, and that would be an absolute no. Very slim fucking chance. Well, that but, was good. But back to where I was at earlier. But let's jump back on this 30 for 30. So, like I said, I don't know if my expectations were set way too fucking high because of that 10-part Michael Jordan documentary or what, but the Long Gone Suburb documentary between Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa's Home Run Race in 1998 was a total fucking flop. Yeah, I was. I didn't finish it, but I watched like majority of it to get a gist of what was going on. Dude, no, it was. I can't even. I'm not even like hating on the Cardinals. I'm not motivated by that at all in this aspect. It was basically a fucking Mark McGuire documentary. Yeah, pretty. It much. It was like ten minutes of Mark McGuire. Oh hey, let's throw in ten seconds of Sammy Sosa. I'm like, what the fuck? In. I mean, we get it. McGuire broke the record or whatever, but. Like, he was definitely a part of it. But I felt like the entire time I was watching, it was literally just highlights of all of his home runs, and that was pretty much it. Right. And then the funny thing was, they would go to show scenes from Wrigley from 1998. It'd pop up a a video of Wrigley Field, and in the bottom right corner, it'd say, like, July 20th of 1998. And you look, and the fucking Wrigley Field jumbotrons are in the fucking video. Those jumbotrons were installed in 2015. (laughs) Explain to me how the fuck they were there in 1998. Yeah, I mean, it was. It, it's a shit show. And then I think the part that pissed me off the most about the whole thing was they basically make it sound like Sammy Sosa was an absolute nobody prior to 1998. Yeah, I, I did catch that. Like, what the fuck? Because like, McGuire's like, oh, I didn't know who he was until right. he started hitting all these home runs. But You, you want to know who hit the most home runs in that 10-year stretch? Uh, not not one year. I'm talking fucking 10 years. Would that, I mean, would that be 
Would that be Sammy? It was definitely Sammy. He averaged yeah. over 50 home runs a season for a fucking decade. And you're telling me no one had a clue who he was or that he was even going to be there in the picture in 1998? Yeah. It's, well, it surprised me, and I forgot about this, was that you know King Griffey Jr. was right there for the right, longest time. Yeah, he was hyped up. Like they, they thought the only person that might touch Mark that year was King Griffey Jr. And then he just fucking fell off the face of the earth. Right. I will say the coolest shit ever, though. I mean, uh, the record's still not been broke. Sammy hit 20 home runs in the month of June. Like, Yeah, that, that's insane. That's fucking absurd. Just, but, I, like I said, it, it had so much potential to be really good and just did not make the... And that's the thing. Like, you know, I've watched... There's been a handful of 30 for 30s that I've, like, watched and thought they were, like, pretty good. But other than that... I think, I think what they did was they fucked everybody when they made that Jordan one because it was badass. Yeah, they and then now everyone thinks that good. Everyone thinks that all of them are going to be like that, and they just kind of half-ass the rest of them. But, I mean, it's cool that they're touching on different things like that. I give them props to that, but... Especially mm. with no sports going on right now. It gives you a little Step bit of Step the content up a little bit. Yeah, ESPN, we uh, we don't really want to give you props, but if you want to want to get some props from us, do a little fucking better. Do a little fucking better. Hey, man, do a little fucking better. Well... Renfro, Ethan. So, you like playing music, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Do you like listening to music? I listen to music probably ten hours a day. Yeah, I listen to it a lot too, and some podcasts. But uh, so it's beautiful weather today. Yeah, it's been beautiful the last couple of weeks. Seems like very yeah. little rain, low humidity. If it wasn't for this whole fucking epidemic going on, I would say our asses would be up Cincinnati right now on the river at the amphitheater at Riverbend Music Center screaming some fucking Jason Aldean or yeah. some cool shit like that at the top of our lungs, right? Yeah, correct. Drinking fucking $15, 25-ounce Bud Lights yep. all day long. Done. Get three sheets in the... That's, this is after tailgating all fucking day. Yeah. So we go tailgating, you know, before the concert. You see a babe on there at the tailgate, and you, you know, you sit there, start talking to her a little bit, mm-hmm. about your guitar, sing a couple songs to her, and uh, we all split ways, go into the concert. You see her again. Next thing you know, she's on top of your shoulders, fucking throwing up, you know, the fucking rock sign. Yeah. Double deuces, singing fucking Jason on the top of her lungs. You got her on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, forgot to get her number, so you thought you would text her, don't have a fucking number. This what would you do? This is a reoccurring thing. I should probably stop drinking when I go out in public. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, uh, what would you do to get in contact with her to go to the next Jason Aldean concert? I would definitely slide straight into her DMs. Pete Rose? Oh, this was definitely Pete Rose style. If but, if she's up on top of my shoulders, I ain't letting that one go. Nah, that is uh, that's that's wifey material. Yeah, but there, I mean, granted, how many beers I've had that night? There's probably a good chance we're going to end up face first uh, on the ground because, you know, alcohol does that to you. Uh, Riverbend's got astroturf. So oh yeah, you're going to at least have a soft landing. Yeah. So uh, what's the uh, what's our what's our DM this week? What's our DM this week? It comes from. Let me pull it up real quick. 
and forgive me if I pronounce this name wrong. Yeah, Taylor. This is our guy that makes our music, right? Tyler? Yeah. So if you hear our banger of an intro, this cat is who actually made it for us, and it is fucking awesome. Tyler Kimmerer, I think, maybe? I believe is that? that is correct. I think that's what Taylor said. Okay. Tyler, if we fuck this up, man, uh, we're sorry. feel free to tweet us and tell us we're fucking idiots. He says, clearly, baseball has a star problem. We've got some of the best talent of all time playing the sport right now, and the average sports fan is unaware. Do you think this is an MLB problem? A player problem? He says, Trevor Bauer, to me, has really increased his star power via social media this offseason. What can the MLB do to better market their talent? So, based off of that, I think it's a mixture of both, yeah, in a I, way. I agree. Uh, I think there's some players out there that just don't give a shit and don't care, and they don't want to take the time to promote themselves. No, but, like, the most quiet player out there is Mike Trout. Yeah. He goes their day. Well, he, does, he does his t-shirt thing, and but... He, he knows. I feel like some of these players feel like social media is a distraction to them. And no matter how much you can promote yourself, you're probably going to promote yourself from a financial standpoint is your right. goal there. And if you just focus on the game, you're going to be like Mike Trout getting $400 million contracts anyways. Well, and it's. I think it's hard for players to do it on social media because of how strict the MLB social media guidelines are. They're not allowed – I'm pretty sure they're not allowed to f- tweet um, – any game films that haven't been like already completed, like you can't do any in-game thing. Uh, so like, if they hit a home run, like you won't see it till the game's over. It'll just be like a GIF right. until like the game's over, the videos get edited or whatever, and then they can share it on social media. Like, if you want, I think the MLB needs to lift that. If you want fans to get excited, let them like, you know, share. Let them promote. Like, fans will promote players. Oh, Oh, hundred percent. So let them interact more on social media. That's like I would even like I've seen a few things where players like Bregman, he'll like take a GoPro around with him. Yeah. And video like practice like what they their little shenanigans of practice and shit. I would like to see more of that. And the the MLB, like they just they're so strict on what you can do. They need to lift that. I mean, because that's hard for a player to promote themselves. Right. Um, and there's another thing that hurts them, too, because I feel like the league that promotes players the best is probably the NBA. Mm-hmm. But also the NBA, you only got five guys out there playing at a time. Right. Baseball, you know, you got – which it's changed now, but up, upwards to a 40-man roster. There's just so many players that only the ones with the real vibrant personalities are the ones that are going to stand out to you. Yeah, and it's – so as far as – that question goes like I'm. I'm leaning more towards the MLB being the problem. Um, you mentioned John Boy that do, that does all those videos. Right, yeah. He. Uh, I was watching a video today actually on Trevor Bauer's uh, YouTube page. Um, he was interviewing a guy that uh, does a lot of streaming stuff and like breaks down content, sort of like you know. He, Basically, what John Boy does. Yeah, and then um, he was saying that him and John Boy both once they he start this guy started out doing. Uh, MLB the show, like streaming his things and breaking his games down and things like that. Then he moved into um, MLB content. Once they started breaking down MLB content, the MLB pretty much sued them for using their own copyrighted videos and things like that. So it's just like, stop being so fucking greedy and money hungry and just let, like, fans out here, like me, is definitely like, if I see stuff like that, especially with being on the podcast now, I would love to break down videos. And I don't want to fucking pay you to have to do that. Like, I don't, I shouldn't have to. It's fucking, it should be free content to 
And, and the, uh, that will help player promotion, I believe. And another thing that I've just kind of thought of as you were talking that, where the MLB just fails fucking miserably, that uh, no other league out there does this, is do the stupid fucking regional blackouts. Yep. Get rid of the it, regional blackouts. Yeah, if we you can't want to promote like if you live here where we're at, we're a fucking hour away from Cincinnati. Unless you have Fox Sports Ohio, Ohio. you can't watch a Reds game. No, you can't get MLB.tv and yeah. watch a Reds game. They'll black if it up. I cross the river and go into Indiana, which is less than a mile away from where I'm at right now. I can't stream a Cubs game because they claim the Cubs regional market comes all the way down to the Ohio River, which I call complete fucking rubbish. But whatever. Yeah, it's just. Some crazy stuff. I think the biggest thing MLB could do would be definitely lift the blackout restrictions. Because could you imagine having your favorite player and you can't even watch it, watch the games? Right. Because we're in a cord-cutting world now. Nobody wants to have basic cable and shit like that, especially just to watch. No, I don't have cable. Play. You're right. I stream everything. So it's just – so, yeah, I agree with him on that, that Trevor Bauer has definitely increased his um, – social media presence i mean he's got the, the momentum thing he does his own youtube videos uh you're starting to see a lot of there's some guys come on to the momentum side they're doing a lot of, a lot of good things over there so to me it's just like the players that want to promote themselves i think you're going to start seeing a lot more of it right um and then well, with that be- and with that like especially when they do this new cba next year i think you're going to see a lot of that type of stuff being put into the cba where they can promote like have better ways to promote themselves and i think you're going to start seeing a lot more on film or on field cameras and stuff like that you know right. p- players mic'd up and i think that right there will you'll solve a lot of those problems yeah i agree with that and, and I, funny story you were talking about that guy getting fined by the mlb i don't know if you follow the twitter account or not but if none of you do and you're into pitchers throwing just nasty filthy fucking junk there's a Twitter account called Pitching Ninja. Have you ever seen that? Uh, no, I okay. have not. It's badass. This guy <clears throat> breaks down basically any really filthy pitch that's ever been thrown. He'll he'll post a gif. He he always did did gifs. Would post gifs of it, and he's got I couldn't tell you how many fucking followers. But <clears throat> MLB actually did something good for once. They called him up. We're like, hey man, we really like how you promote the game. How would you like to work for us and use our videos? So instead of finding him and doing all that bullshit, they actually have this guy join in, and now he works for MLB. So that's cool to see. Yeah, it, I mean, it, that is cool. And it promotes pitching a lot, too, which is a real cool aspect of baseball. Definitely. So thanks. Uh, shout out, Tyler. Thanks for the question. Um, you listeners out there, if you have anything that you would like us to discuss, like we said, it does not have to be baseball-related. Um, anything, everything. Shout us out. Give us some give us some topics to talk about. Yeah, I agree. So in a nutshell, basically, we think it's a league and a player problem. Probably a little more league, but yeah. But, you know, you always have two sides of the story. All right. So I'm going to move on to a little segment we like to call On This Day in Baseball. Here we go. Yeah. Here's an, this is a pretty good one here. So okay. on June 17th of 1993 – the MLB owners had voted overwhelmingly 26 to 2 in favor of expanding the MLB playoff for the first time since 1969. <clears throat> it was expanded from four teams to eight, and, and included in expanding the playoff, it moved, uh, it gave each league three divisions. Okay? 
Okay. So, and by doing so, they also put a wild card team in there to make it even. Mm-hmm. And then they added a five game division series to the playoffs. So, 1969, or all, all the way from 93 to 69, all you had was two divisions in each league, uh, which. So you would take your division winners, they would face each other in a championship series, a league championship series. They would play each other in a best of seven, winner that would go to the World Series, all right? Yep. Well, what this did was it added four more teams by ways of another division and a wild card team, which created what everybody pretty much knows now as a division series, which is a best of five series. So that gave us uh, our modern playoff now in – that's basically all I got for on this day in baseball. It was, well, hey. it was a pretty big thing to talk about. So. Yeah, we, uh, we're all about the b- playoff baseball, baby. And Yeah, and, and I now they're talking about expanding in this year and next year, which I'm going to go on a limb and say that's probably going to be a permanent change when it yeah, does happen. I believe bit. so, too. I don't think they'll go back to what we have so right we now. We have a new CBA coming up after this year, too, which I'm sure would lock that in for the, for the long haul. Yeah, for sure. Um I guess we should touch on the draft a little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, so since we, was last we talked about it, and then we did our own uh, draft. If, if you guys seen uh, the teams that we have, uh, still would like to hear some feedback on those. If you guys are out there, just let us know who you think the best rosters are. Um, but as far as the 2020 MLB player draft, uh, we did call the overall number one pick. Spencer Torkelson, first baseman at Arizona State. He was He's the first true first baseman to be selected no, no, number one overall since Adrian Gonzalez, which oh. I believe was year 2000, I think. Which, uh, if he has any career like old Adrian Gonzalez does, he'll, he'll be all right. About as good as you can get without being a Hall of Famer. Yeah, my kid, he was he was definitely good. Yeah. I hated when he came to Cincinnati. He, Dude, he absolutely raked. Great American small park, man. Um, I think I kind of oh. want to touch on what I had heard speculation is happening, but I wasn't sure if it would. And the Red Sox pretty much sealed that deal for me that it would happen. So when the Red Sox first round pick come up, seventeenth overall pick in the draft, okay, they end up taking a high school second baseman named Nick York. He was the number 139th prospect out of the top 200 on the MLB uh, prospect list. So some people are thinking, well, why would they do that? Well, in theory, they basically punted their first-round pick, and by doing so, they don't have to pay him slot money. So in the draft, you have a max amount of slot money. You can right. you have to give or you have the option to give each player, which if you're going to draft. A true number seventeen overall, he's gonna want every penny of that slot money. Yep. He won't sign until you do. That's just kind of how it goes. Well, by doing number one thirty nine for your seventeenth overall pick, they could lowball the shit out of him, and he's gonna take it because I mean he just got drafted seventeen overall. By doing that, that saved money in the later rounds, and they wanted to really pick up some pitchers later on, and they needed the the money to do so. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's, to me, it's a pretty good strategy. Um, yeah, I liked it. It, it was interesting. It was interesting. Like, I was kind of shocked at first, and then when it started breaking down what they were trying to do, and I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Uh, you know, my guy, who I thought was going to go number one overall at first, slipped quite a bit. Yeah, that was a shell shocker, really. 
dropped all the way to f- pick number five, I believe. Right. Uh, went to the Toronto Blue Jays, and let's touch up on those Blue Jays. Yes, yeah, that uh, that's gonna be crazy. That team, the young hitters that they have coming up. Oh, insane! I mean, there's already a few there, obviously. Um, yeah, you got Vladdy Cakes. Yeah, and then you got BGO. Yeah, you got B- little BGO. BGO. Yep. And then, uh, who else? Um, shoot, Bichette, Bo oh, Bichette. Yeah, yeah, Bo Bichette. He he rakes. Um, and then you know, they draft my guy out of Vandy. Um, for some reason his name's slipping my mind right now, and I don't even know why. I'll get it here in a second. We're waiting. <laughs> Austin Martin, yeah. Oh, yeah, from yeah Vandy. Austin Martin. Yeah. So, um, and that kid's good. That kid rakes, too. So, yeah. you put, you know, Kevin Biggio, uh, Vlad Jr., Bo Bichette, Um, That lineup's going to be insane. Yeah, I mean, give it another two to three years, and if they keep that core together, they're gonna, Oh, they're going to be good. Like, even if half of them turn out to be superstars, they're, they're going to be freaks. Yeah, I mean, and if they can, I mean, they got some decent pitching now too. Like, I mean, they just signed Ryu, so if they can keep him up there, because I think, you know, Austin Martin's going to be in the league within the next two years. I forgot they signed Ryu. Yeah. Which, I mean, I think he led the league in ERA last year for the Dodgers. Yeah. So AL East, watch out. The uh, the Blue Jays are coming. Yeah, and I would hope to God that with that, the uh, the Orioles are going to get better too. Yeah, we'll see. I tell you like another the, cool thing we didn't touch upon. I don't know if you noticed or not, but by the draft order, it went so first round it went, you know, first thirty picks. Mm-hmm. Well, then after that, they gave like the next five teams a competition balance. Yeah, I saw. Pick. I saw that. Yeah. So your worst five teams get an extra, extra pick, pick before the second round to kind of I like boost. it. Yeah. Some people would say that might promote tanking, but. I think the history of baseball has proven that it's so damn hard to piece a team together that yeah. tanking's really not that That's successful. You could say the Cubs did it in 2016, possibly. It, maybe the Astros, but not really. So, but the few teams that have done it have got competitive, but it's definitely not worth tanking for. Yeah, so I, don't I actually it. like that they did that. It was kind of cool. The, uh, you know, I'm biased towards the Cubs. Dude, I thought they... Stole the draft, in my opinion. So they took Ed Howard. He was a high school shortstop right. up around Chicago. And if that name rings a bell to anybody, he actually played on that Jackie Robinson Little League team, that the one that ended up getting disqualified for, I don't know, they had like a player from out of their region playing on their team. Yeah. But, man, that kid is a freak. And to know that he fell all the way to 16th overall, he was I don't remember where he's projected at, but he was supposed to be picked way before that. I mean, they're talking like he's a five-tool player. He's good. And then on top of that, they draft Luke Little, which if you guys have been paying attention on Twitter or anything, that viral video of that kid in the cage that touched 105 mile an hour. Oh, yeah. That's him. And, you know, like you might say, oh, well, he's just in a cage, blah, blah, blah. Well, clearly he might not – even in a on a mound, he might not touch 105, but I would say he probably is going to touch triple digits. And I thought the most astounding thing that I found out about him, he's 6'8". 
Do you know how many players in baseball are six eight or taller? I looked it up. Five. There was five last year that that big. This That's crazy. kid is fucking massive. He's gonna look like Randy Johnson up there pumping out fucking heaters. Yeah. Um Yeah, I think the Cubs did well. Uh I think it's you know, you're starting to see a lot more teams put emphasis on their draft picks for uh especially now that it being five rounds. Yeah, I think definitely this year. Um you know, in the Reds. I was surprised that Austin Hendrick fell to the Reds at thirteen. Um well, yeah, and you, I was you, you seen him coming up and you were licking your chops. You were texting me like, Man, we're gonna fucking get this kid. Yeah, and we drafted this kid and they like it's been said that, you know, he probably has the most raw power out of uh you know, all the draft picks. Right. And the kid's out of high school and like they shared a video of him uh, doing the home run derby, uh and some kind of under armor. I think it was the under armor one, classic or whatever. Uh, and it, it, dude, he's hitting fucking bombs at Wrigley Field. Like, just it, he hit the scoreboard and, and right as a high, as a nineteen year old kid. Right. Like, I mean, just lasers. Uh, I think that I really like that pick. Um, Honestly, I'm gonna give you another one. Um, so, I'm Cardinals fans, you're gonna hear me out. I'm gonna give you props. Uh, in the first round, they they drafted Jordan Walker. He was a high school first baseman out of Decatur, Georgia. And uh, he's 6'5", 220, right-hander. He's named Gatorade Player of the Year. And even as a junior, he hit 17 home runs his junior high school. And he was voted the player of the game in the Major League Baseball High School All-Star Game last July. Damn. So, like, this kid goes on the stage with as a junior with every high schooler in America and goes and wins player of the game. And his senior year was just as good. Won Gatorade Player of the Year – his uh, senior year, so that kid's got some raw talent, and he'll be fun to watch too. Hell yeah! Well, so overall, I thought the draft was pretty good. Yeah. Um, it was fun to watch. It was great to watch it on ESPN and everything else. Yeah, they great. did it. They did a really good job. Yeah, with, some major um, networks touching in on it. So it was. You get to see the reaction from that's always fun is watching the reactions of the families you know, like when their when their kid gets you know drafted and oh, stuff that, they get that all excited. Up something else. Uh, so me being a, a Louisville Cardinals fan. Oh. So Dan McDonald, the coach of the Louisville Cardinals baseball team, he's getting interviewed when they call Reed De- or no, I don't think it was Reed Demers. I don't remember who it was, but it was one of the, the yeah the second guy that got picked. I think wasn't it? I don't remember. It's one of their players though, and he's like in the middle of talking. He's like, and then like they call his his player's name and like just. His reaction was just awesome. It was it, yeah, man. It's it, I felt good watching that. Oh yeah, I can't it, imagine how Dan McDonald felt watching one of his. Oh, absolutely. Guys. And they even drafted me like, oh man, he's a great kid. They're gonna love him. They're gonna love him. It was it was badass to watch. Well, I guess it's, we don't have very many more topics to talk about this week, do we? Yeah, I mean, I would move into the rate review, subscribe, all that, which brings but, up a point. Oh, we finally. We had a few ratings. We, 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 and they were all good. Yeah. Might be some, uh, you know, might be a little biased towards people we know or whatever, but they were they were good. Thank God somebody comes out with a negative review. This is this is week, episode seven, and it took this long to get one. Yeah. So we get a shitty-ass one star. One star. On Apple by some fake-ass name, D-U-A-O-E-N-D-H-Z. So I think... Somebody was had a few drinks in to have the courage to write this, so they just scrambled a bunch of fucking letters down. Mm-hmm. 
And the caption of it is, who wipes Blake's ass? And they write, they give us a one star and they write, if he can't wipe his own ass, who wipes it for him? Or does he use a bidet? Well, let me tell you a little story here. D-U-A-O-E-N-D-H-Z. I went on my honeymoon a few years ago. Go to Cancun, Mexico. Yeah. So I'm there for a week. I get to the third day, and I'm like, man, I've always heard of Montezuma's Revenge, you know, hitting you and being pretty bad. And I, I had made it day three, and I, I ate some questionable shit. And I was like, shit, it ain't going to get me. I'm already over the hump, you know. I'm going, I'm on the downhill slope. Little did I know I was going to wake up the next morning sicker than a fucking dog. I won't get into all those details, but <laughs> it cleaned me out. Well, luckily for me, in my bathroom, I had a bidet. Coming from a guy that actually cannot wipe his own ass, that was a game changer. If you haven't used a bidet, I recommend getting one. So, I get back from my honeymoon, and what do I go and buy? I bought a bidet. Because Blakey Bicep's wife was, was tired of wiping his ass for him. So, to answer your question, yes, I have a bidet. It struggles to not wipe my own ass, but... In theory, I do because I have a little bit of water squirt on my ass, and I'm good to go. <laughs> so yeah, shout out to the. Na- the good thing is there is good news about this though. The negative review wasn't even anything about our content. Yeah, it's or, just about you wiping your ass. Yeah, it was literally. So they, they we, either. I guess uh, we should have answered that question before, and he would have gave us five stars. Yeah, I, apparently so. Which I'm gonna assume it's it's a troll that probably knows who we are. I I would venture out to say that I as, doubted some random and if and if it is somebody that uh, does know us, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, shout out shout out to you and your fake ass name. Now we're at four and a half instead of five. You dick. Yeah, we we were rolling, we were rolling. Now somebody's gonna be some MLB player is gonna be going on iTunes looking for it. Like a, oh, they're four and a half stars. Fat, fuck them. I ain't yeah, listening to them. You guy. just ruined our career. Thanks, yeah, asshole. He can't even wipe his own ass. I don't I don't like that guy. Just kidding. But yeah, it's good review. But am I? I mean, I'll take negative reviews. I wish it would have been more about what we discuss. We, we do encourage um, whatever platform you're listening on, whether it be Apple, Spotify, any of those podcast things, to do uh, write us some reviews, give us some insight, um, tell us how we can improve. We're always down to, to improve this podcast. Um, but with that being said, we can't leave this segment out because I did this to Taylor when you were gone. Oh, oh wait. I forgot. We almost jumped over the trivia. It is time for Turner's Trivia. And I'll be honest, I didn't look up any, same thing I did with Taylor. I didn't look up any questions that week, so I'm just going to go to the whole phone and see what they have. Um, I'll give you three questions. Okay. And we'll see. Here, let's see if you can get this one. Now, granted... This week, you're probably going to see some answered because this guy knows pretty much fucking everything about the Chicago Cubs. Yeah, now you're going to make me fail here, and I'm going to be embarrassed. All right, we'll start off with this one. I think you should probably get this one. Okay. So, the Chicago Cubs have a, f- a franchise, has a storied history, right? Yeah. They began in the National Association before the National League even existed. Right. I knew this. Okay. What was the franchise's first team name? Was this the Wales? Or was it before the Wales? The White Stockings? There you go. Okay, the White Stockings. The White Stockings. Which one was first. Yes. 1871. They were the Chicago White Stockings. Yeah, actually, to go a little further, the 1906 Chicago White Stockings still hold the record, which is tied with 
the Seattle Mariners for the most wins in a season of all There time. we go. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll jump into this one. Yeah. Who was the power-hitting outfielder turned first baseman the Cubs traded in 1988 for Mitch Williams? 1988? Yeah. Mark Grace. No. Andre Dawson? No. Oh, who'd they trade him for? Over. Traded for Mitch Williams. Repeat the question. Who was the power-hitting outfielder turned first baseman that the Cubs traded in 1988 for oh. Mitch Williams? Oh, Bill Buckner. No. So that was a strikeout on that one. Damn. 0 for 3. Who was it? Rafael Palmero. Ah, uh, I forgot Palmero. Yeah. Oh, Palmero. Could have been a Hall of Famer if he kept the needle out of his ass. Hey. Well, I mean, they're probably going to let McGuire in eventually. Yeah. What's so. funny is, dude, on Palmero, the Orioles were going to hold his celebration for his 3,000th hit, and yeah. that's when the whole, like, Mitchell report come out, mm. and they canceled his uh, celebration on him. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Okay, let's go for the hell of it. Who was the last pitcher to pitch a perfect game for the Chicago Cubs? Oh, shit. What year? Doesn't give me a year. Oh, uh, Gary, it wasn't recent. Most The dumb guy answer would be Maddox, but I know it's not Maddox. Uh, oh, uh, Ferguson Jenkins. No. I'll give you one more guess. Did you recognize the name? Oh, yeah. It's very recognizable. Okay. Perfect game for the Cubs? Son of a bitch. Uh, now, granted, these questions are off the phone, and I did not research them, so they could just be complete bullshit. Rick Sutcliffe. No. Mr. Sandy Koufax. Oh, wait. Oh, that's against the Cubs, not for the Cubs. Oh, sorry. I, that was you my fuck, bad. I, knew I that. fucked that yeah. question what up. What was that, 1966? I don't know. It doesn't give me a year. All right, so I fucked that one up. We'll give you one more. I'd say I would have known that. Okay. Which of these set a franchise record for career RBIs? Ernie Banks, Billy Williams, Sammy Sosa, or Cap Anson? Cap Anson. Had a boy. He played for the White Stockings. Correct. Uh, let's see, Adrian Cap Anson set the franchise record with one thousand eight hundred seventy-nine RBIs. Yeah, he went on to be like player manager, turn manager. Sosa had uh, one thousand four hundred fourteen. Williams had thirteen fifty-three, and Ernie Banks had sixteen thirty-six. That was Billy Williams on the list. You said. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good player. So, I knew there wasn't very many questions I could get to stump him because his knowledge of Cubs baseball history is pretty uh, pretty damn good. So, uh, two for three. I'll take it. Taylor, all, you got to step your fucking numbers. game up. Yes. I guess it's my turn I mean, one point. Right. Uh, one. Got you. He got one, but I gave him like ten uh, questions and there was some bullshit. Here. We're gonna have to get you yeah, you're going to have to make me look like a dumbass at some point. I think next week this might have to go on. Well, that wraps us up here on episode seven. Uh, please like, share, rate, review, all those good things. Um, hopefully, we'll be having some good news about baseball here pretty soon. We'll be able to come out yeah, and I, announce the season. I have a feeling that we – I'm talking out of my ass a little bit here, but I have a feeling we'll have an answer by the next episode. I truly believe that. God, I fucking hope so. If not, sorry, we're going to drag out the first – 
15 minutes of the podcast with more back and forth bullshit. Um, Final thoughts, Ethan? Yeah. So, every year I have a party. Oh. And this year, or last year, I decided it was going to be it. Done. Memorial Day weekend. Hung up the spikes. Hung them up. Uh, for those of you that don't know what it is, it is called the White Trash Bash. It's pretty fucking incredible. Uh, we show up, build a wiffle ball field, pick teams, day drink all day, uh, build a pool and a fucking dump truck. Yeah, we've done that. Like, we've done everything. Have a big fire. I do want to give out a little bit of advice. Put your water in a few days in advance. Yeah, not don't, the day not of, because it is cold as fuck. Uh, well water fucking sucks. Yeah. Um, so... We didn't have it this year, and I'm sitting there on Memorial Day weekend just... Depressed. Depressed as fuck. And it got me thinking, you know what? Fuck it. We're doing it again. And it's going to be Labor Day weekend. Yes. Sunday. I'm not sure. I think it's like September the 7th or something like that. Yeah, I can't remember. Don't remember. It's in September. I know that. Weather will be beautiful. Uh... Catch on that one is though I'm bringing it up. This year is going to be presented by the Six Four Three Podcast and Thirsty Goat Entertainment. Oh shit! Uh, we are going to make a huge fucking video content out of this. So all of our fans, all of our friends, you know, we've sent out invites. If you didn't get an invite, uh, it's because I got tired of scrolling through Facebook friends. Yeah, you're fucking invited. Uh, if you're listening to this, you're most certainly invited. We want people there. We're going to have an epic time. Um, it's going to be a blast. You're going to be on a cool fucking YouTube video. You're going to be on a badass YouTube video. Might get, we're going to have, you know, the, the Thirsty Goat guys are going to be there filming, interviewing. Yeah. Um, oh, it's just going to, I'm, I'm so looking forward to it. It's going to be a good day. Uh, so if you aren't busy that weekend, we definitely encourage you to come out. Hit us up, get the get the location. I'm not going to give that out over the podcast, but um, we'll give yeah. you a hint. It is by a cattle field. Yeah, we have it's about all you. It's get. great. That are that's my final thoughts for the for the podcast here. I dig it. I like it. My final thoughts. Uh, all right. I'm just I just keep imagining what I'm going to do when we have an opening day of baseball season. Uh, I'm probably going to miss work that day if it's in the middle of the week. Maybe the next day, too. I'm going to get hammered. I think that's a solid excuse for a two-day hangover. Yeah. And I bought a case of Old Style in Illinois like fucking six months ago. Probably longer than that in preparation of opening day. And it's still sitting in my living room or in my kitchen just fucking staring at me, torturing the shit out of me. Every yeah, day. the ice those fuckers down. Yeah, they're going to be they're gonna be chilly. They're going to be about 33 degrees ready to be drank swiftly. So I guess really my final thought is I cannot wait to crack cold ones. I'm, I'm going to mix up all the culture a little bit. I might, uh, I'm going to drink some old styles, maybe okay. some Chicago dogs. Yeah. Uh, in honor of Cincinnati, we'll uh, might throw some skyline on them dogs. Oh, absolutely! We'll get together and drink some beers. And then uh, for we'll Taylor, some, we'll we drink might, some Ryan Geist. We'll Ryan do, Geist, uh, yes. yes. Uh, Taylor will do some uh, some some Sam, Sam Adams, Adams, little Boston some, some Boston, Boston Lagers. Then uh, whatever fucking food they have up there, they have all kinds of shit. So yeah, we'll do something. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. I don't know. But yeah, they throw tea in the harbor and shit up there. We'll find something. Yeah, fuck it. But yeah, I'm just looking forward to fucking baseball, man. I cannot wait to break down a baseball game for our viewers. That's my final thought. I feel you, my man. Well, uh, why don't you take us out of here? All right, everybody. It's been real. It's been fun. Once there's a season, it'll be real fun.
643 Podcast, out. <laughs>